Welcome to Powerful, Wild and Magical, the podcast for the female leader who wants to reconnect with her true essence, step into her divine feminine power and make a huge impact in the world. I am your host, Nadia Galgalo, and in today's episode, we have Whitney Redman. Whitney is a breathwork facilitator guiding women back to their magic with embodiment and mindfulness practices. Whitney uses breathwork as a healing modality, and she specializes in creating deep safety within the body to allow women to trust their intuition and create a fully aligned life. In this deep conversation, we talk about different breathwork modalities, the benefits of breathwork and how breathwork can help healing trauma, deepening your relationship with your body and connecting to your intuition. This is a powerful episode, so let's get into it. Welcome to Powerful, Wild and Magical. I'm super happy to have you here and for this conversation about breathwork. I really believe in the power of breathwork and I can't wait to hear all that you have to share with us. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Nadia. I'm really excited to have this conversation today. I would love to start with you sharing your story and how you came across breathwork and how it has helped you and eventually became your life path. Mm-hmm, absolutely. So um, I was listening to one of your podcasts and our story is a bit similar in the way that I also dealt with binge eating and bulimia. Um, and that was that was my reality for about 10 years. And it was not a good way to live. Um, and that came along with over exercising, addiction, all those sorts of things, really just trying to avoid feeling at all costs. And um, I got to a point in 2019 that I was just sick of it. My partner was sick of dealing with the emotional roller coaster that I was because I wasn't in tune with my emotions. And I made the decision like, this is the time that I fix this, I figure this out. And a couple months later, I just happened to be at a music festival. And I was really kind of, I was super socially anxious at the time, everything to do with anything to do with being in my body was just not, not something I was interested in. And so I was not really having a good time socializing and I was looking at the classes and I was like, okay, I can go to this breathwork class, look super easy. I wasn't into yoga or anything like that. I was super go hard at the gym kind of person at the time. And so that kind of more relaxed vibe was not something I was interested in, but I was like, okay, I can breathe. I can do this. Like, let's make it worth my trip here. So I go into the breathwork class and long story short, I left that class just feeling like electricity going through my body. It was, it was a very intense breathwork class. Um, very intense for the first kind for my first beginners class, but I just experienced like all these emotions that I had been trying to achieve by consuming something or by doing something and really just by lying there and breathing with a group of people, I was able to experience emotions that I didn't know were possible for me. 
And it was, it was almost immediate when I left that class. I remember calling my boyfriend and it was just like, oh my God, like that was kind of the seed planted. So that happened in the summer of 2019. And by that fall, I had made the decision, I'm going to be a facilitator because in that six months from when I first discovered it to when I became, or when I made that choice, I used breathwork to work through so many really deep healing issues And it just became obvious to me that this was my life path. This was really what I was meant to do, you know, combined with all my other gifts. This was kind of like the modality that really I truly resonated with. And it's just following that flow of where breathwork has taken me has just really led me to just this life of ease, this life of really, truly being in alignment with who I was born to be. So yeah, that's, in a nutshell, that's how I discovered breathwork. Wow. I love this story. And it's, it's so fascinating how when, when we get to that point where enough is enough, and then we decide I'm changing, I'm going to transform my life. This is not how I want to live anymore. And then the universe just brings the right tool for you. <laughs> Whatever that is, for you was breathwork, for other people are all the things, might be NLP, might be hypnosis, might be like whatever. For me, it was more coming across intuitive eating and connecting with my body, creating that connection with my body, which then developed into connecting with my intuition and other things. But mm-hmm. yes, like when you really make that decision, then the universe just brings you the tool that you need absolutely it's such a powerful I was actually mind blown just how kind of quickly the universe delivers when you're like okay I here is some clarity here is what I want and the universe is like okay finally you have it figured out like here you go and then you get the choice to go with the flow and do what is being handed to you and take that inspired action And it's really just a, that was my first kind of sip of, oh, wow, this is, this is what it's about. Yeah. And it's so important to take that aligned action, right? Because it could have been that you came across that and you decided not to do it. But even though it was something very different from what you were doing and you didn't feel comfortable or like you didn't feel it was anything in your comfort zone, you still jumped on it and then boom <laughs> the transformation yeah. just started to happen straight away mm-hmm. absolutely yeah and I do feel like a lot of us we have to get to a point of I'm sick of this I like almost like that feeling of desperation like I'll do whatever just get me out of here and that's definitely where I was at and you know that's that's when it came into my life and I think um you know, if we can listen to those hints a little earlier on, then it, we could save ourselves from suffering. But that's also part of our growth path is to learn as we go. Yeah. So I know there are so many different modalities of breath work and different uses. So could you give us an overview of the benefits, what we can use it for and some of the modalities or like the ones you use or your favorite mm-hmm. ones? Absolutely. So I'd probably be here all day if I gave you every single benefit of breathwork. But I do have a little like a common list that I like to give. Um, First and foremost, what you probably experience right away if you start practicing breathwork, whatever form you're practicing is just reducing some stress and anxiety, at least trying to connecting in with your nervous system, slowing down. Uh, That's a really amazing benefit of breathwork. 
And then along with that, you can elevate your mood, feel a little bit more happier. You know, if you've felt a little bit stagnant or tired or stuck, just circulating your breath, activating the energy in your body is a really great way to increase your energy and to increase focus, all those awesome things that we all love and desire. Um, along with that comes with a greater access to your higher self or to God or to source or whatever that is for you, because really what's happening is breathwork is dropping you out of the kind of crazy hecticness of the mind. You know, it can be really easy to get stuck in thought patterns. And when you drop your awareness down into your breath, it really drops you down into your body and your body is where your intuition lies and where you can receive intuitive hits, receive that connection in whatever kind of way that you have that connection. And so in increasing connection to intuition is also an amazing benefit of breathwork. There's also a really awesome list of physical benefits of breathwork. So things like reducing headaches and migraines, uh, it has an anti-inflammatory effect. So if you have some kind of infl inflammation, maybe some IBS symptoms, it's been known to decrease that, especially since there's a lot of emotions stored in the gut, um, right? That's the emotional, that's where our emotions are created. And so being able to release the tension that might be stored there allows for more circulation in the gut and for more of its natural healing, then we can go into increased pain tolerance. Um, there's just all different kinds of ways that you could take breath work. And, but I, and I think the one that really impacted me, especially in the beginning of my journey was trauma healing, you know, really activating the trauma that was held in my body and releasing it through emotional expression and just moving into it's safe to feel just really moving into that safe space of emotional regulation and all those sorts of things. So that's kind of a short list, but there's many, many beautiful ways that you can apply breathwork and benefits to breathwork. So what I teach, uh, I basically break what I teach into two limbs. Uh, the first limb is I call integrative breathwork. And integrative breathwork is kind of similar to pranayama, if you're familiar with uh, breathing techniques in yoga. And so kind of the intention of those breathing techniques is it's typically, you know, around five minutes, maybe up to 10 minutes. And it's really just to relax your nervous system, relax any kind of activation, any stress, um, like I said, increasing energy or focus. And that's kind of like a quick breather. You know how people say, I just need to take a breather. And it really helps to elevate your mood, hit the reset button. And it's an awesome way in a short period of time to massively shift your state. And then uh, the other limb that I like to teach is what I call meditative breath work. And it's also called transformational. Some people might know it as shamanic. There's all different kinds of names, but this type of breathwork is incredible for that deep healing and transformation, like where that trauma healing happens, where really getting into that stuck emotion that's been stored for a couple of days, couple of months, couple of years, decades, we are as humans, we have become really good at stuffing emotion down and suppressing it and really digging it deep into the body so that we don't have to feel it. And 
the cost of that is massive, but with breath work, we're able to dislodge that emotion, that trauma, that hurt, that pain that's been lodged into our body so that we can release it through whatever emotional expression, maybe through movement, sound. And with that release, it feels oftentimes clients, when we're done one of these transformational sessions, they're like, oh my God, I feel so much lighter. Like I just, I didn't realize I had this hundred pound weight on my shoulders, but I just feel light now, right? And that's that's what we're going for in these sessions is to really go deep, deep dig into the body. And it's called breath work for a reason because it is work. You, <laughs> It's not that it's particularly difficult like a heart it's kind of like a hard workout where you have to put the effort in you have and you get to control how deep you go too right if you're not ready to go super deep if you're just ready to go say level five or whatever then you can go to that level of depth and really allow yourself to go at your own pacing at what you're ready for what your body's able to handle and yeah, you're also able to go as if you want to go super deep, putting in the work, putting in more time, you know, and just practice with it over the extended period of time. So those are the two uh, modalities that I typically teach and kind of they have different intentions. And um, yeah, it's uh, those are both really powerful ways to have breathwork in our lives like the integrative is kind of like something you might practice just throughout your day if you kind of need like a little reset button and then the meditative transformational is if you're really ready to go deep yeah that's beautiful i love breathwork because it allows you to to use it in so many different ways and like everyone can breathe like we all breathe right <laughs> so is that true that we all have accessible anytime anywhere and you can go as easy as start connecting with your breath and i think that's that's amazing for people who find it hard to switch off the mind and when they try to switch off the mind mentally by forcing it it's it's difficult but just connecting to your breath you can just start accessing your body and it's, it's just so easy and then you have the other side of the spectrum which you can go super super deep with it Absolutely. Even as somebody is listening to this podcast, really just connect in with, you know, where you're holding your breath right now. You know, we are really, it's really common to hold our breath in kind of the upper chest and the shoulders. Yeah. And it's uh, bringing that awareness down into your lower belly, maybe allowing for a little bit movement in the belly while you're doing that breath. It's absolutely incredible what just that awareness not even trying to change it so much but just becoming aware of it transforms the experience and so it doesn't have to be something that you set aside time for and you make it like a whole thing it's really just right here in this moment what's my breath doing because like you said we're always doing it and the quality of your breath is directly attuned to the quality of your life so the deeper you're breathing the more expansive you're breathing on a regular day-to-day -day basis that directly reflects into the depth of life depth of emotion connection all the rest of it is breath is life and so it's kind of one and the same yeah they say your life is not about the years that that you have like your age 
is about the breath that you take. So when mm-hmm. you slow down your breath, uh, it's supposed to give you a longer <laughs> lifespan. So, yeah, and it's, it's like, it's crazy to think like when I started to connect with my breath, when this was when I started yoga around five years ago, like we don't realize that we don't know how to breathe. <laughs> if you go to anyone who doesn't know anything about breath work or yoga or hasn't connected with breath at all, as you said, most of them breathe up to the, like the upper half of the chest and the breath mm-hmm. is supposed to go all the way down into your belly. And like just connecting with that depth of the breath is already something amazing that you can do for your health and for relaxing because we live this fast-paced lifestyle and everyone is breathing just up here because we don't have the time to breathe deeper. And it's crazy Mm -hmm. how many people are not even able to do such a simple thing or knowing how to properly breathe. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And one thing that kind of uh, got brought to mind when you were saying that is also how we hold our breath too. You know, especially if you're really focused on a task, like um, whether you're checking your emails or you're just doing something pretty fast paced or even in the gym, I see and hear people do this as they hold their breath and you might notice that you haven't been breathing or you've just been breathing super shallow and oxygen is the most important nutrient that we need. And so definitely it's understandable why people might experience things like burnout or stress or just feeling tired you know our over here in north america our culture loves to consume coffee and stimulants to wake up and those those have their uh, applications but just connecting in with your breath and giving it the nourishment that it needs gives you the energy that you really need so that you can move through life more connected to your body and more in tune instead of adding all these external sources yeah, this reminds me when when I used to be that full freedom and self-love coach for being jitters, I used to teach them how oxygen was a nutrient and one of the most important ones because we look at food and water and how many days can you live without food and without water. And actually oxygen is the one that you can just actually live minutes if you don't breathe. But we forget about it and nobody talks about how important it is to have a good relationship with your breathing and improve your breathing patterns. Nobody talks about it. We talk about eating better food and like drinking water and like hydrating, but nobody talks about oxygen when it comes to a good nutrition. <laughs> mm-hmm. Absolutely. And in that kind of line of thought, if somebody's you know trying to transform their physique, or lose weight or things like that. This is going to sound a little bit crazy, but your breath can actually help you do that, help you transform your physique or lose weight or anything like that. Because what breathwork is doing is it's slowing down that fight or flight response in your body. And what's really common is if you're constantly activated, constantly on the go situation, your body's going to be storing your body's going to be having a higher cortisol level, which means you're going to be packing on the weight easier. You're going to be wanting, having more cravings, eating more, and definitely just so just by being in tune with your breath, you're just giving your body that calm state and really creating that sense of safety. Like, okay, I'm safe. I don't need to be packing in the resources. 
I don't need to be, you know, doing all these sorts of behaviors and storing things for, you know, our bodies used to going weeks and or more without food back in back in the day. So really giving your body that safety, like it's okay. We are okay. And it's really, it's a mind blowing shift, but I've definitely seen it in my own life. And it's like you said, it's the most important nutrient. Yeah. I, I just love breath work. I think it's so fascinating. <laughs> so one of the things you focus on is, in, is creating that safety through breath work. So why is this important to unlock your true potential? What is this safety about? Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you've ever seen the Maslow hierarchy of needs or some other hierarchy of needs, if you kind of break them all down, kind of the basic two core needs that we have is the need for love and the need for safety. And those two things, and I'll focus on safety because I do believe safety is the foundation of everything. If you don't have safety, it's really hard to have love and connection. So, you know, safety is really just the foundation of who we are as humans. So if you're familiar with the chakra system, safety is associated with the root chakra and root chakra is our first chakra that was created. Mm -hmm. Foundation of who we are. So there's so many different types of safety that we could be experiencing. Uh, You need physical safety. So, you know, having a roof over your head, knowing that you have food and water, having a safe environment, things like that emotional safety, having all your emotional needs met, uh, relational safety, knowing that you have a supportive tribe around you so that you have that connection, have that love. And so having all that safety, like I said, creates that foundation so that you can launch into reaching your full potential, you know, and it's, that's really what it's all about is if you don't feel safe, you might not be as creative as your full potential. You might not be able to connect on a deep enough level or deeper level with people. You know, there's just so many different ways that without that safety in your body, without your body kind of having that, that, that checkbox, it's really not going to be quite sure. And there's going to be a feeling of holding back. There's going to be a holding in of resources, whether that's energetically or not being able to physically do things, all those sorts of things are going to be limited because your body is basically taking in the message. We don't know if this is safe to do, you know, everything that we do in life, unless we're conscious of our behavior and move past it is to ensure that we have safety. Hence why people might stay in positions, uh, relationships, jobs, all those sorts of things because they're safe even if they're not fulfilling because our, our basic genetics aren't let's get our true potential. That's what our soul wants a hundred percent. But our humanness wants to ensure that we're going to be able to survive and procreate. And that's really where safety all comes down to. So that's at the core of my work is before I go into any of this transformational healing or any of that, the first thing I cue on, the first thing I teach is, You are safe right here to be exactly as you are, to breathe, to feel. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to say it and behave a certain way. It's all good. And just that alone, I just, (laughs) I, I get emotional thinking about all the times where 
that's the first time somebody's heard that, right? You're safe. A lot of times we can be go, 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 especially if we're in our masculine of just go do, do, and be super productive. And there's not that assurance of if you just relax, if you just be that it's going to be okay. So that's why safety is really at the core of everything that I do of a lot of modalities, I think is just to really feel safe in our bodies, first and foremost, so that we can launch into our highest potential. Yeah, I totally agree with that because like our mind is constantly trying to keep us safe by making us feel unsafe in situations where we are not really unsafe anymore because Mm -hmm. our mind was designed like this feeling of this instinct for safety and survival was designed when we used to live in caves, you know, like and lions were chasing us, but that's not the situation anymore, but we still have all these triggers and feel so unsafe with situations that are not really life uh, unsafe for your life. So yeah, I, I think that's a powerful word to do as a foundation. So you can like step into other things and move forward. So how can breath work help you deepen your relationship with your body and connect to your intuition? Mm, this is where the juicy stuff comes in. Yeah. <laughs> so, and that's exactly what I did. I, um, long before I discovered breath work, I knew that there was some kind of intuition, but it was almost like with all these other things I was doing, I was trying to stuff it down and mute my intuition. I'm like, I don't have time for that. That doesn't make sense. I can't make logical sense out of that. And so breathwork, like I said, it drops you out of your mind and into your body and where you can receive your intuition, where you can receive hits from your own guidance, from guidance, from external sources, whether that's your spirit or like I said, any, any of those kind of external sources and Really, the body's wisdom is so much more ancient and holds so much more knowledge than the mind could ever hold. You know, especially our conscious mind is only 5% of our brain and our body subconscious. Those are both the same things whole is 95% of the situation. And so that, that, that's where the intuition comes in. And so as we drop into the body, healing that connection with the body, we are able to connect in intuitively. And so it's really common in a breathwork session, especially in these longer sessions to maybe have downloads uh, either during or afterwards, even a couple of days after maybe somebody's connecting to their psychic gifts or their spiritual gifts, um, which we all have. It's really just opening up that awareness to be more open energetically to things that are outside of the logical mind, right? The logical mind, not to shoot it down or anything. It is a lovely, beautiful tool, but it's only part of who we are. You know, there's this other side of who we are that doesn't make sense, that there's no structure to, that it's very energetic and emotional and you can't really get a hold on it. And that's where like the beauty and the magic and the excitement happens. That's where like the juice of life is at is (laughs) I've always said like going with the flow and doing something that doesn't make sense. But like, I know my intuition is saying, do this. Like, I mean, that's why I'm on this podcast. (laughs) 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 If my intuition was like, Hey, 
you should talk to Nadia. And does it, that doesn't make sense. I'd never heard of you before. And then it just kind of happened. And yeah, that's, I really feel like if we all lived more in tune with our intuition, like the world would massively transform. And it's so be beautiful to see somebody go through that transformation of connecting deeper in with their intuition. And they're just so much more happier by doing so. Yeah. In human des- design, um, we, we say that the mind should be the passenger, should be on the driver's seat. It's an amazing tool to actually conceptualize ideas and get external information and like think of different perspectives and use the logic, but it should never be the one driving your decisions and like running your life. But it is an amazing tool. It's not like the mind shouldn't be there, but like, as you said, like connecting with your intuition is the most powerful thing that you can do in your life. Even if it doesn't make sense, we just haven't been um, educated to trust our inner wisdom and our intuition. So the mind is always, again, trying to keep us safe and saying this doesn't make sense or you should be doing this other thing because um, your parents told you this was the way or society told you this was the way and the mind doesn't know better. But as you develop that connection with your intuition and the trust, the inner trust, then you are going to, you are able to make these decisions even though they, they don't make sense. But you start developing this assurance that is the best thing that you can do. Absolutely. Definitely. It's, it's the way to be. Could you share a practice or exercise our listeners could start incorporating into their daily rituals? I would Absolutely. love to. I would love to. Yeah. So let's do a little breath work. We'll do a couple minutes. Um, so wherever you are, um, just maybe putting down what you're doing for a few minutes when you can do the seated or lying down. If you're driving, um, just listen along. You can tune into this when you have the opportunity to really tune in. Just closing down your eyes or finding something to focus your gaze on. Just connecting in with your breath, not quite shifting it. Just seeing and noticing where you're holding it right now. And noticing how bringing your awareness to your breath changes your experience. And starting to bring a sense of ease to your lower belly as you allow this space to fill, creating some spaciousness here. Breathing in through the nose as you relax the muscles in your jaw, opening your mouth, allowing this air to fall out like rain. And I'm going to guide you through a three-part breath. We'll do this for two minutes. This is going to be two inhales with one exhale. And those inhales are gonna be through the nose, once into the belly, once into the chest, and then out through the mouth. And it's gonna sound like this. So when you feel safe 
If this feels nourishing for you, if this is something you'd like to do, dropping into this breath pattern. Continuing in this fashion, ensuring that you're getting a full belly breath, a full breath into the chest. And with that exhale, allowing a full release, letting go of any tension, letting go of anything you've been holding on to. You're welcome to shift and transform the pacing of this breath. If you're looking to activate some more, maybe bringing more speed to your breath. Or maybe slowing it down and really creating that deep connection with each breath. Whatever pace feels good to you, taking in a few more breaths. And on your next inhale, taking in the deepest breath you've taken today and holding at the top, just holding for a few seconds, noticing what it feels like to be full of energy, to be full of this oxygen that you've added to your system, noticing any areas you're holding tension. And then as you let go with a sigh, releasing any tension you're holding on to, maybe bringing some gentle movement back to your body. Noticing the chair you're in, noticing where your body is in this space and time. And then slowly starting to bring your awareness back to the external world, taking in your space, Noticing the shift that you've just created in such a short period of time and you didn't need anything but what you already have. So there we go. That's it in a nutshell. That was amazing. I just instantly feel the energy shifting, Mm -hmm. especially when I take that last deep breath. When I do breath work and I take a deep breath in and I hold it, I suddenly feel like electrical. Absolutely, yeah, it's it's powerful. For sharing this practice with Mm. us. What's some personal advice you would like to share with our listeners? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So as with any healing modality, take what works for you and leave the rest, right? So you can probably tell breathwork has really resonated with me and I'm really passionate about it, but if it doesn't really resonate with you at this time on your journey, that is totally okay. There's so many healing modalities out there. If healing is what you're looking for, just continuing to be curious and experiment, right? It gets to be fun. It gets to be something that you get to play with and learn about yourself and learn about what you like and what you don't like. You know, maybe your medicine is more movement-based or maybe your medicine is more in 
art and expression, whatever it is for you. Um, really just allowing yourself to get super curious. That's curiosity is key to growth. It really allows for that expansion and drops you out of that black or white, like, okay, well, this one thing didn't work for me, so I'm done. (laughs) Really, there's there's so many people on this planet and there's that many more uh, amounts of medicine and different modalities that we can benefit from. And as we share our own healing modalities and our own ways of healing, we allow the collective to heal too. So it really is a personal experience and you're not wrong. If something doesn't work for you, it's just, that's not for you. If that's not the one for you and you get to, you get to make it kind of create your own, create your own life, create your own healing. It's entirely up to you. I love, love, love that advice. Mm-hmm. Everyone should do whatever feels right. And you might try something, it might not be for you. So just go into the next thing until you find whatever works for you. Exactly. So before we finish, I would love to ask you the powerful, wild, and magical question. What's something you are absolutely in love with right now in your life that is truly lighting your soul up? Mm. I love this question. And my answer is money. Uh, Right now, I've really been diving into the energetics of money and really creating space in my life for receiving and really dropping into and embodying the energy of money, wealth, abundance, receiving, creation, and allowing it to be a joyful experience, a fun experience of spending, of receiving, of all the little steps in between. And um, it's just really been a passion of mine, really quite an exciting experience to go through because I went through a, in my early twenties, I went through the whole corporate experience and associating money with this is hard, this sucks. You know, I got to basically sacrifice my happiness to make money. And it's been an amazing transformation specifically over the past year of really healing my relationship with money. And I've gotten to a place in my life where I really feel like I have something to teach with from that place. And so I've created a workshop. Um, The date is yet to be announced, but I'm creating a couple offerings around releasing money blocks with breath work. Um, And so if that's, yeah, it's definitely, it's one of those passion projects and (laughs) one of those things that doesn't make sense. I'm not a, I'm not a money coach. That's not about creating (laughs) your heart. It doesn't need to make sense. (laughs) It just exactly from your heart and your soul desires. (laughs) Exactly. Like, as you can tell, like I could go on about it all day. So I'm like, okay, this is, it would be selfish to hold it in. So yeah, um, my workshop's called Prosper Through Prana. And uh, if you are interested in that, you can find me on social media. Uh, I'm typically on Instagram at Whitney, the Slowbird, And um, my business is slowbirdcoaching.com. And so you can find all information for that or any other breathwork offerings. I work one-on-one in group, all those sorts of lovely things. Amazing. I love that you kind of customize and like build things for every single need. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So it was beautiful to have you here. I will drop all the information in the show notes so people can find you. And yeah, it was an absolute pleasure to to have you here and listen to your wisdom. 
Amazing. Thank you so much. I really appreciate this conversation and just getting to connect with you and your audience. So thank you so much. Thanks for listening. I hope you liked this episode. If you did, please subscribe, share it, tag me and Whitney and share your thoughts and breakthroughs with us. I would love to connect with you. Follow me on Instagram where you can reach me out and find more of what I do. Thanks for being here with me today. I will see you in the next episode, Powerful Wife and Magical Being.